Welcome to the Paul Jacoby Podcast with your host, Paul Jacoby. All right, and welcome to Paul Jacoby Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Jacoby. And make sure you guys go ahead and smack that subscribe button. We're uh, on a race to 1,000 right now and love to have you on Team Paul. All right, but without further ado, I would like to introduce to you fellow Ohioan, also fellow redhead, the one, the only, Christina DiBiase. How are we doing? I'm good. How are you? Great, great. And thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast. Yeah. Love to have you here. How's, how's life, uh, how long have you been out here in Los Angeles? I've been in Los Angeles since 2016. 2016, check yeah. that out. About six years then, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm a true Los Angelino. I'm an Angelino Angelino. Now. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're from Cleveland, correct? Yes. Or is it outside of Cleveland or inside Cleveland? A suburb of Cleveland. Suburb. Yeah. You want to give a little shout out to your hometown? What's up, Mayfield and Highland Heights? Oh, Mayfield and Highland Heights. <laughs> holla, holla. So uh, what pushed you to originally come out to Los Angeles? I wanted to be an actor. An actor? Yeah. Big, big shot actor. Hey, Dream's <laughs> Not Dead, though. Dream's Not Dead. Oh, not you at just, all. Uh, so, so you recently, well, sort of recently, started a, a comedy career. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very familiar. We, we, you know, we see each other all the time at open mics and shows. You know, we we saw each other at the show last night that we yeah. worked out. Shout out <laughs> to the Ugly Baby Comedy Show yeah, at the North baby. End. What's up, Shay? Hi, Shay. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, he came and did uh, his thumbnails yesterday. Oh, so, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to see our buddy. You know, fellow friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what uh, gave you the idea to pursue comedy? At first, when I first moved down here, everyone was telling me like, "Oh, you you should do stand up." But I was yeah. terrified of it. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I don't know how to write jokes. Yeah. But then I kind of like realized that the way that I speak is already in a joke format. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I've been doing this. Yeah. Why not give it a try?" Yeah, you have definitely a very comedic personality, <laughs> if I have to say so myself. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and, uh, it's it's just crazy because. Uh, you know, like coming into comedy, uh, me just me personally, uh, you you get a lot of that that fear and that anxiety about like, oh, what will happen? Yeah. You know, and like for me, I I did I started stand up in Toledo, Ohio. Shout out T Town. Nice. Um, and I, you know, I I ended up doing it for a few months, and then I did a show, and I I bombed so badly oh, that no. yeah, I bombed so bad. That I ended up not like pursuing comedy. Yeah, you know, I made up all the excuses in the world mm-hmm. why it wasn't that and why I had to focus on my job. Really, I just bombed terribly and <laughs> was embarrassed. It's like no more. <laughs> yeah, and it, it just it happened. And that was my big fear. It's like I would try it and I would bomb and mm-hmm. I would never do it again. It's like I just I had so much passion for the art. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, um, you know, like with you, how'd you get started? Did you just go to an open mic or what was your route? So I have a bunch of comedian friends that I would follow on Twitter. Okay. And it was like towards the end of the pandemic. And I was like, "Mm, well, if I can write out five minutes, I should at least try it. So I hit up Niles Abstin. Okay. And I was like, uh, (laughs) I sent him that like trade meme because I was doing photography at the time. (laughs) And I was like... I'll give you a free photo shoot if you help me out with my five minutes. Yeah. And uh, he responded, but 
he sent me the Comedy Bureau website. Yeah. And then I just picked an open mic. I'm like, okay, here that, we go. <laughs> it's so funny. Someone sent me the Comedy Bureau website too. Yeah. Before then, it, like I, it, it just made me so much so nervous with all the options. That was like <laughs> I, I know it's overwhelming. I was so mixed up in that, and I ended up being like, you know what? Uh, I'm not ready. I can't do it, and I ended up uh, having a yeah, like you said, a comedian friend, mm-hmm. and he's like, just just go to the Hollywood comedy. <laughs> they do mics all the time. Just mm-hmm. go. Here's here's the website. Sign up. Bing bang boom. I was on. <laughs> but what mic did you end up picking? Oh God, I went to the fourth wall in NoHo. Fourth wall. Shut yeah. up. Fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, I, I went there. I only I've only been there once because yeah, I live so far away. Same. You know, so it's like. When I went to the fourth wall in NoHo, I, I did run into uh, you know fellow YouTuber Johnny Mitchell. Oh, I and, know Johnny. Yeah, Johnny's a cool guy. He is, he is like such like I'm a big jerk personality <laughs> on YouTube. Guy was a sweetheart. Yeah, he's yeah, a nice he's person. A nice guy. Yeah, like, Do that on stage. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's a funny dude too. He's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like so cool, you know, like yeah. You know, r- rolling around the comedy scene, you know, like I've ran into like JT Parr and, nice. you know, just fellow, uh, you know, like obviously they're, they're years ahead of us, mm-hmm. you know, as, as us uh, on our journey in the comedy realm. But it's just so much fun. It you is. Know? I love it. And it's, it's fun to see like the, the unworked on material of people <laughs> that, you know, like, you know, they have, they have good stuff at their shows and you've seen yeah. them. But then you see their unworked on material, like, oh, I, I see how how the wheels are spinning. Yeah, know? yeah, you see the process. And Absolutely. you're like, oh, you're not perfect. You have to work on it just like all of us. So I, I'm going to bring up sort of the elephant in the room right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> and what I wanted to do was, uh, what are, I wanted to bring up the struggles of being a woman in comedy. Oof. You know, like, <laughs> like I, I'm sure everyone, you know, is out there, they're, they're wondering, because, you know, I've seen you... You know, going through your social media and not, and whatnot, uh, you've dealt with you know like s- some some haters out there, and I All get those. how that can be rough. You know, can I swear on here? One hundred percent. God, I fucking hate those people. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, it doesn't bother me so much just because they're irrelevant. Yeah. Like I would. I'm a troll myself, so like sometimes on TikTok, like I'll just roast people in my comments because yeah. I'm just like, you don't mean shit to me. Yeah. But on Instagram, I chose not to roast people. I don't really know why. I just felt like, yeah, I had nothing good to say, and but I would like look at all of their profiles and be like, you're no one, you're no one, you're like, why, why should those opinions matter to me? Yeah, and just heads up, if if you want to flood in some hate, throw it down in the comments. Yeah. Yeah, but hate uh, on me. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I you know looking through your social media, I, I noticed that you you handle most of you know because there's just haters out there. Yeah. And, and they're they're in the, you know they got the the internet wall in front of them. Mm-hmm. And you handle with a lot of grace and a lot of dignity. Thank you. And you know, it's that's compelling as you know a fellow comedian to watch someone you know in the same realm do so. And you you've had a lot of success with a lot of these videos blowing up yeah. for you. And it's just great to see. You know, like it's just like you know, like fellow Ion, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's fun to see that, and it's it's great to see that. But it's like it's like it's got to be challenging at times. Yeah. Right? It's. There's always that rule, like, don't read the comments, don't read the comments. Yeah. But my bully, my 
brain from being bullied so often. It's like, no, you have to read all of them. You have to know exactly oh, what people 100%. are thinking of you. Yeah. There's like, it's nice to know that it doesn't affect me as much as it used to when I was a kid. Thank God I've grown. Yeah. But <laughs> my thin, my skin is thicker <laughs> now. <laughs> um, but it's, it's crazy. But like, hey, they're boosting my algorithm by hating I was about to say, I, low key, I've been a little envious of that algorithm <laughs> boost that the haters g- uh, gave you. It's okay, don't worry, it's gone now. <laughs> I was about to say, it'll, it'll come back. You got some great clips out there. Thank for you. sure, for sure. And if you want to check that out, her Instagram and her social media will be tagged in the description below. So make sure you go on there and send her a follow or two. Okay, guys? Maybe even a hate comment. Maybe, (laughs) maybe two. Let's be crazy (laughs) up in here. But it's just, it's crazy seeing, you know, like how, you know, I, I talk to a lot of other comedians and they'll, you know, they'll be like, you know, you gotta hit the open mics all the time. You gotta do this. But almost seems like everyone in agreements like you got to do something out of just going to comedy like mm-hmm. you know comedy open mics and getting better yeah you, know, you have like, to live life yeah like that's where we get our jokes from yeah living life and if you're not yeah. doing that you have nothing to write about yeah and it's like it, i also feel like if you aren't living life you're not having a social media presence or you're not you know like some people they try to push their acting or mm-hmm. their they're pushing some other form of themselves to kind of push along their their stand-up career as well and it's it's just crazy to me how it's like uh, this world has just become so large and entangled you know because of the internet and all mm-hmm. the social media so yeah it's weird but I feel like it, it's a blessing of sorts too it is. you know so it's like um, I, I feel like as as new comedians we have so many venues to watch other comics and to learn from them and Mm -hmm. like I said you know we get to see the you know at these open mics we get to see the you know the clock spinning yeah how how the yeah it works from inside the beast but Mm -hmm. um so so being from Cleveland I I know off camera we've spoken that you uh you tried out to be a Cleveland Cavs dancer what was that like that was so much fun I got to do it on my 19th birthday too so it was like a huge birthday celebration for me I'm like I'm auditioning to be a Cavs girl and I hadn't like danced professionally in like 10 years yeah before audit well maybe not like a little less than 10 years but but you've gotten jiggy with it oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like they had uh these like practice classes that you could take before the actual audition so i'm like oh i'm gonna do that so i know what i'm getting myself into yeah the first class that i took i had to like sit out because it's been so long since I've danced. It's like when you work out after not working out for years, you feel yeah. like you're gonna throw up, you're gonna pass out. Yeah. I had to like sit down next to the mirror and eat someone else's granola bar that they gave me because <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> it gets intense then. Huh? Oh my God, dude, dancers are the best athletes in the world. I was about to say, they're phenomenal. Uh, yeah, we, we certainly love them out here with the <laughs> with the Lakers girls. Oh yeah. And what are there the Clippers girls too? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure of the terminology, <laughs> but I definitely do appreciate. I just became a Clippers fan. Nice. Recently, just because they're like. Oh, it's thirty bucks for a good seat. I know. I'm like, oh, I can afford that. (laughs) Yeah, and you go, and it's it's a blast. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a blast. So shout shout out to L.A. Clippers. Yeah. Personally, though, as an Ohio guy, Mm -hmm. 
big LeBron fan. You have to be. Are you? So you're a lover of LeBron as well? I wouldn't say I'm like his biggest supporter, but I'm also not a hater. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big LeBron fan. <laughs> My um, jokes might say otherwise. <laughs> have you ever r- ran into him, uh, you know, being a Cavalier dancer? Uh, in my jokes? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> in the joke space. So, hey, tune in. Come out to your show. Yeah. You might just hear about it. It's my big closer. <laughs> but it's crazy. I, d- I actually do have a LeBron story. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, so um, when I moved out to L.A., it was right before he got, well, not traded, but picked up by mm-hmm. L.A. And he signed yeah. with L.A. And he signed, I think it was on July 1st. Nice. And it was the Fourth of July, and I, I was um, I was at the like to the left of the Santa Monica Pier. If you're if you're looking all the way to the end of it, mm-hmm. is where the original Muscle Beach is. You know, <laughs> yeah, where they do all the like the the jumping bands and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But yeah, I was uh, I was getting up to like I got on my bike to go get a pizza because I was we were hanging out on the beach. And I just look up, and I just see LeBron James <laughs> in these big, goofy sunglasses. Of course. And this, like, old man, like, long bill, <laughs> fisherman, like, hat. It was, he, he, like, and he was, like, trying to constantly, like, lean down on things to, like, not show, like, hey, like, I'm, I'm a 6'9 behemoth of a man. <laughs> you know, like, just, like, a, just a soldier, you know. Right. And, um. Sticking out like a sore thumb. Oh, I, I'm from Ohio. I grew up watching this man. Oh, I yeah. know exactly what you look like, LeBron. You can't hide from us. Yeah. <laughs> and I see him, and is immediately like there was no hesitation. I just go, LeBron, fucking James. I'm just screaming it. <laughs> so excited, like oh my god. The instant that leaves my mouth, it's almost like I see LeBron kind of a little further over here, Mm -hmm. but out of nowhere, like right here is Bronny and Bryce. Oh, And they just look, they have the the whole shock looking face at me. (laughs) And it's like, if you've ever been, yeah, if you've been to the the pier on the 4th of July, it's a lot of foreigners because it's like people like Americans are at their their homes with their families, you Mm -hmm. know, like. Fourth of July, you're, you're going to have... barbecues. Yeah, people are going, you know, they're leaving town to go back home or, like, you know, Christmas. And uh, as soon as I... It was like no one noticed him, too. Like, it was just me. And, like, <laughs> right after I saw Bronny and Bryce, I was like, oh, man. Like, my bad, dude. <laughs> so sorry. Like, I saw LeBron first. I didn't mean... Like, I didn't know he was with his kids. Yeah. And... Uh, Were they taller than you? Uh, well, I was on a bike. But oh right, yeah. It was it was when they were still like children, like they're oh right, okay. Like okay. Bronny's like six two and Bryce is like six six now, so mm-hmm. it's like now they're head and shoulders above me. Right. <laughs> but uh, when I was riding, I when I was riding my bike past LeBron, you know, like I I, I screamed his name once. You know, that's on me, LeBron. Sorry. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but after that, I I rode past him on the bike and like I I quieted it down, but I was like, oh H. Oh, H. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. I was trying to get him to notice, but he was just like smiling and like just like tr- like la- he didn't say it back. He didn't say I O back. But you though. knew he was saying it in his head. Yeah, he probably was. He probably was. But like, hey, shout out to LeBron. You know, obviously big Buckeyes fans over here. 
And uh, you know, he was at the game this weekend, nice. uh, the Notre Dame game. Oh, I was I was on a podcast, the Sunset uh, Sunset Hype podcast with oh, very cool. with Tom Kelly and Luke Walls. Oh, I know Luke Walls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing a podcast over like in Hollywood uh, oh, where so Tom cool. lives, and um, uh, I had my you know Ohio State jersey on, mm-hmm. and Tom Tom had his Notre Dame jersey on. And like immediately when we started the podcast, Ohio State locked it up. Oh, so yeah. yeah, it was big win, you know. So I grabbed his his fake championship belt and I'm wearing it like the whole yeah. <laughs> the whole podcast. And Tom's just like just not loving me. No, but it was great. It was a great podcast. I honestly, I I love the experience of that. I'm actually I'm out. You know, we are actually. You know, you're in the same boat, but it's like. Once it's so, it's almost hard to get into the the friendship of these comedians that are, yes. are out there because it's like you know you see a lot of talented people at these mm-hmm. open mics. It's not it's not just people with like wishes and dreams. You yeah, know? they got talent, mm-hmm. but uh, it's hard to like establish yourself as like oh hey I'm cool too. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> like you want to be friends with me. Yeah, please. <laughs> but it's like I think what what happens, at least from my experience, is that I kept showing up. Mm-hmm. I kept putting my face out there. I kept shaking hands and yeah, saying, "You have to." Yeah, what's your Instagram? <laughs> right? Hey, like, do you want to follow me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, subscribe to my YouTube. Hey, with that being said, subscriber number one thirty two is here. So shout out to you That's and. Hey, we're doing a, we're doing a giveaway, by the way. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so exciting! Yeah, so uh, we're gonna draw randomly uh, the first one thousand subscribers. We're gonna give out a Paul Jacoby, a certified, Ooh, certified. Paul Jacoby podcast T-shirt that's to the official. winner. So just watch out, guys. It's going to get crazy. You're going to want one of those yeah. T-shirts. I want one of those T-shirts. They're not going to want one. <laughs> They're going to need one. Yeah, you're okay, going to need it. You're gonna need a, a PJP T. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot a of letters. PJ. Yeah. What was it? PJPT. PJPT. Okay, there we go. Again. Bang bang baby. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, but um, you know, uh, from you know, being from Ohio though, uh, we you do run out to a lot of Midwesterners out. Yeah. Out here. And the funny thing to me though is the Midwestern haters too, <laughs> right? Have, do you have any experience in that field? I feel like I became one. <laughs> <laughs> It's overpopulated with Midwesterners. <laughs> Dude, there's so many people from Ohio in L.A. Oh, yeah. It's an, it blows my mind. I'm like, dude, we all escaped. <laughs> I, I still have not met one from Toledo. Oh, you don't know Ben Zepp? He's from Toledo. I, I'll have to meet you, Benny. Shout out to Ben. Benny boy. <laughs> uh, is, is he an open micer? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. gee. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. I got to meet you. I'm gonna hunt you down, Ben. We're gonna stalk We're you. We're coming for you. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. Like you just you go to these open mics and you're like, hey, anyone from Los Angeles? And it's quiet. I know none it's of like, us. <laughs> yeah, it's like everyone is a transplant, mm-hmm. you know. And and it's weird because I I feel like everyone has their own little like backstory to like what pushed them into becoming a comedian. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, I want to do comedy. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. You know, like, you have to need to do comedy yes. to do comedy. You have to like, have a reason to get on stage and speak. <laughs> you got to have a reason to go to 
two to three open mics every night that you have available you know like which is <laughs> it's draining and like mm-hmm. you're constantly writing and like most of your crap's not good crap and you go up and you're like i know it's not good but why not right you know? maybe i'll discover something in the moment yeah and it's weird because it's like i've gone up where i'm like this joke sucks and i played it <laughs> i played the tape in my head like three dozen times mm-hmm. And I go up and the joke crushes. Nice. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, like the mom, the the spoons joke with the mom. I was uh, dying. Yeah. The show like, last night. It's like I was convinced before doing that joke, like because I was playing it out, because it's like you know how you you have to work on wording things and timing while yes. you do jokes. And I was like convinced that joke would never land. And I brought it to a, an open mic. Like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. I bomb all the time, <laughs> you know, at open mics, which is not even bombing. It's just working things out. Mm-hmm. And I, I did it and it just crushed. And I was like, oh. You got this something is, here. It's like, I knew, I knew there was something. <laughs> I knew there was something. Right? He's like, I, 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 I know. I believe in my jokes. <laughs> but, um, uh, do you have any, like, personally, you know, we always try to uh, talk to the, the new comics or the people, the up-and-comers that want to get on stage but they can't. Do you have any, like, um, opinions about your dro- joke writing process? My joke writing process scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Why is it that? scares me so because it'll just pop up in my brain. I'm like, oh, that's something. That's so. That's what I think too. That's, yeah. that's wild. Like, like I never sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write a joke about this, this, and this. It's just uh, I hear a voice in my head that's like, say this, and I'm like, okay, I'll say that, and then I hope it works. <laughs> it's like here we go. Right, here and I'm like, go. what if that voice just stops coming in my that, head? <laughs> isn't that the craziest fear? That is me. so weird. I'm so happy that you said that. It's good. Now the world will know that we're crazy. Right, I'm it's insane. Not, maybe it's an Ohio thing. Maybe, maybe we're just crazy children of the corn. Mm-hmm. Okay, these guys over here. And uh, yeah, we're just some <laughs> crazy fools out there rolling the dice in Hollywood. Right. You know? That's what happens when your river can catch fire. It's just like, oh yeah, Lake Erie, what's up, dude? Hi. Yeah. We're both Lake Erie natives, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Toledo's right at the mm-hmm. west end. West side, Lake Erie, what's up? And we're closest to the best amusement park in the world, Cedar Point. Shout out Cedar Point. What do we have, like 30 roller coasters there now? It's insane. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I, I always, like, when I was little, it's like the one thing that we had, mm-hmm. like, to nod your belt with, like, hey, well, our roller coasters are better than yours. Yeah. It's like, we have the top thrill yeah. dragster. Oh, what's up? We go you 120. Stand in line, right? We'll go 120 up that hill, homie. Stand in line for three hours for a six second ride. For a six second <laughs> ride. That's the craziest thing about <laughs> yeah. the top thrill. It's like, shoom. And sometimes it doesn't even make it all the way up and you fall backwards. I feel like that's the bonus one though. Right? Yeah, like that's like, the oh, bonus ride. Again. Yeah, it's like it's like that's how it's, it turns into like a 16 second ride. So shout out to the top thrill dragster. Yes. What uh what's what's another one there that you like? Any any other? Cuz I I haven't been in years now. Same. Yeah. I I think the last time I went was my 21st birthday. I remember the old wooden Gemini. 
You remember that one? Is that the one where it's like this and then it's it goes like that? It's the one that you think is going to fall apart every time. <laughs> every you, time. Yeah, every time you get on that beast. Mm-hmm. And it's like they have the Millennium Forest. It's that a just, classic. Yeah, but it kills your thighs. Yeah. They, that bar just <laughs> crushes you. <laughs> I, see, I'm always afraid I'm going to fall out of roller coaster seats. Yeah. Because I'm tiny. I have a tiny frame, and that bar does not go all the way down on me. Oh, really? And I, like, feel myself, like, lifting up out of the seat, and I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, my my big boy, so my boy thickness gets real <laughs> snug up in there. I'm like, eh, it's too tight. Thighs are way too big for this. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's it's fun to have those memories and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's like my parents had... Uh, always like went vacation at Gem Beach too, so it's nice. like right down the road from Sandusky. Mm-hmm. But with with that being said, we oh, got to okay. cut to commercial break. We'll mm-hmm. be right back. You've got a great Stay producer. Stay tuned, guys. Yeah, it's <laughs> great producer. Thanks, bud. All right, we'll be right back, guys. All right, guys. Welcome to Paul Jacoby Podcast Merch Store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie. With a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that. We got coffee mugs. We got t-shirts. We got tanks. We got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys. And we're back. How, how was the break? You, you enjoy the merch? Oh, yeah. So much fun. I've, Taking some home. She's heavily considering a couple sweatshirts. I'll tell you that. I Watch out, guys. It. We might be running out of inventory pretty quick. <laughs> I do love my sweatshirts. Yeah, that's crazy. But I, Not in this heat wave. Uh, we, <laughs> we were just talking real quick, though. Like, this weekend, you're you're uh, you're going on a little vacay. Yes, I am. And uh, to Catalina to, to see, uh, let's say, kind of uh, a... Um, an icon to you, right? Yes. Tell us a little. It's, it's Michelle Wolf, by the way, guys, if you were wondering. Oh. But yeah, tell <laughs> us a little bit about uh, the, your upcoming event. Uh, so we're going camping, me and a Ooh. bunch of friends. Uh, Going to go to the comedy festival, hopefully, and mm-hmm. get to see Michelle Wolf. What, uh, where's it at? Uh, Catalina. <laughs> Catalina Island. And we're not talking about uh, the wine fest or whatever. This is the Big Dog Comedy Club, okay? Oh, yeah. Is it what is it like going to be done in like a uh, what type of venue is it? I honestly have no idea. Ooh, like surprises. I'm go- Yeah, I'm going in totally blind. Like all I know is tomorrow I'm going with my friends to buy sleeping bags. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you said you were going with a certain uh, group of individuals. What? Uh, maybe give them a little shout out while we're here. Yeah, I'm going with my girlfriends, uh, Devin Kane, Devin Perry, and Jenna Sparrow, mm-hmm. and then also going with Avery Ross, Mike Mazzalotti, I think that's how you say his name, and Dex Carvey. Dex, what's up? What's up, Dex? <laughs> uh, uh, and they're they're uh, associated with who? Third wheel. The third wheel, Gotta the famous third, third wheel, wheel guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so third wheel, from what I know, is uh, open mic, right? Yes. Oh, and Peter Murphy. Almost forgot. Peter Murphy. <laughs> you almost forgot Peter. I know. I'm sorry, Peter. <laughs> sorry, Peter. You're the sorry. man. Um, so third wheel is a um, an open mic facility. Where is that mm-hmm. located? 
It's in East Hollywood on Santa Monica, but they also do a ton of shows there as well. All right, so shows and open mics, guys. Mm-hmm. We will put the details down in the description. Yes, they also so, have their own podcast studio, too. Ooh, <laughs> the Third Wheel Podcaster yeah. Studio. Watch out, guys. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Yeah, so tell us a little bit uh, about Michelle uh, for the viewers that don't know her. I mean, uh, what made you... Um, you know, like I always tell people, there's there's two types of comedians, really. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's the joke tellers and the performers. You know, the Kevin Hart and mm-hmm. the Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. And what it's like, where on the realm uh, would you put Michelle? I feel like she's perfectly in the middle. Okay. Because she has this very unique sounding voice, which would be mm. her performer aspect, I would say. But Absolutely. she's so good at writing jokes. Yeah. Like, she wrote uh, Kim Kardashian's monologue for a Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and that, I love that monologue. It was yeah. great. And I'm honestly not the biggest Kardashian fan, but I was uh-huh. laughing throughout that whole not monologue. Not, one of the biggest. Not <laughs> one of the biggest. <laughs> no, I'm more of a Kris Jenner fan. <laughs> oh, Kris Jenner, what's up? I know. Shout out to you. <laughs> I never thought I would like Kris Jenner, but then I watched um, the new Kardashians reality. Uh-huh. Just because I wanted to see what it was all about, because I yeah. never watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Chris so Jenner is. You were never caught up. I was never caught up, so I had to catch up. <laughs> but Chris Jenner is just this like, she's a mom and she just wants to do mom things now. Like yeah. I think she. It's, it's grandma things now. Yeah, yes, so. yeah, she's a grandma now, so yeah. that's why she's like, oh, like I want to take you guys to where I first lived in New York, and like we're all gonna go to dinner and like, oh, talk to me while I take a bath. And all the kids be like, no, that's a terrible idea, <laughs> mom. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's that's the life of being a mom, guys. You mm-hmm. get yelled at by your kids. Pretty much, yeah. yeah but. <laughs> but with Michelle Wolf, because uh-huh. um, I was always made fun of for my voice. Oh. So uh, when I, especially when I was like younger, yeah. so just seeing her own her own voice and just mm-hmm. make it work for her, I'm like, I want to be able to do that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's it's awesome to see like comedians that you can relate to. Yeah. You know, like. I always feel like I'm like I always describe people like what what a uh, style of stand up do you do? I'm like, this <laughs> like, is uh, gonna sound stupid, but I'm kind of like a happy go lucky Anthony Jesselneck, <laughs> where I'm just not looking like a villain the whole time. Yes. <laughs> but it's like I'm I'm more like a joke writer than a performer, mm-hmm. you know. And that's with that being said, I I have nothing against the performers they're also hilarious yeah like dude it takes a lot to do an act out oh my gosh like so much like when you're constantly moving and you're doing (laughs) like a performance like Mm -hmm. that's for me like that's where a lot of like i would be like so uncomfortable like you know you get up on stage and you try new things out like i I tried like a a silly dance out and it's just like (laughs) so dumb and no one laughed and oh no! Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, like you know, it's mm-hmm. typical open mic stuff. I know. But uh, <laughs> I hate doing act outs at open mics because that's when I'm the most like doing an act out on stage in front of an audience. I'm way more comfortable doing, but at an open mic, when it's people that I know personally, I'm like, I can feel you judging me right now. For well, this. that's the thing too about uh, like being more of a performer. It's like you have to be all in yeah. on that performance. Like, you can't half-ass it at all. As soon as you show, like, just a, like, an inch of uncomfortability, mm-hmm. it's over. 
Yeah. You know, like people are like, oh, I'm not into this. Yeah. You know, like it completely soon. takes you out of it. Yeah, it takes you out of the joke and it's like, uh, it dies right away. Mm-hmm. So it's like, shout out to the performers, shout out to the Kevin Hart. Yeah. By the way, have you seen, um, if I had to pick my favorite comedian that I've like performed with at a show, mm-hmm. I think right now the the best guy that's not like super famous yet, like he's he's well known, but he's not super famous yet is Justin Hires. I love Justin Hires. Oh he's who my. I was thinking about with like act outs. He's yeah. so good at it. He I always try I describe him and he, he said he might come on the podcast. So shout <gasps> out to you, Justin. Do it. I can't wait. This this dude is an absolute mm-hmm. killer. He, I saw him open for Kevin Hart at Flappers back in like 2018 before I even uh-huh. started doing stand up and I was like this is awesome. That's so funny that you say that cuz I I just I talked to him, super nice guy. He's yes. like so down to earth. We'll talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Just he'll come up to you. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like he came up to me uh when I like I was literally I'm on deck to go <laughs> up at um the Chateau. I'm just, you know, stand, doing that typical stand by the wall, like mm-hmm. Felix is in front of me. Shout out Felix, dude. Yeah, he's 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 fine. I, li- I like Felix, though. That's because you're a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Touche. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the stand, stand by the wall, and it's just this dude just comes up to me. He's like, hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? Like, he's like, he's like oh, you know, go up there. You're going to kill it. And he's like, great to meet you. And, like, just so nice and I was just unfamiliar like the only things I've seen of him is like on 21 Jump Street when he's shaven <laughs> and he's playing a high school kid now he's like a grown man with a full beard yeah right you know, doesn't look like the character uh, that I've seen him as and I'm just like it's just some guy that's just being super loving super yeah. kind mm-hmm. and just like so supportive of his fellow comedians yeah and I'm like oh thanks man and it's like I do my thing and it's like I that was the night I absolutely crushed. Yeah, I absolutely I I had this one dude crying. I'm like, oh, this is great. It's <laughs> the best feeling. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm on cloud nine. I come off, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, Justin's going up next. I'm like I'm like who's who's this cat? And right. they're like they're like he's gonna take 20 minutes, but uh, you might want to watch this. Oh yes. And he goes up and makes my what I thought was crushing look like child's play. <laughs> This dude just—he's electric. Mm-hmm. Um, I—it's funny that you said you saw him open up for Kevin Hart. Yeah. Because the way I just described him, like we were DMing each other, I described him as a a better written Kevin Hart. Like I like that. I think yeah. I think because he 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 might be a performer, one hundred percent a performer, but um, his all of his jokes are well written. Yes. He, he has the premise, the misdirection, and the punchline. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I know Kevin Hart, he, It's fu- he's almost 100% performance where mm-hmm. he's like, oh, this is this is what my my mama said, and, like, this is yeah. what, you know, my daughter was over here, like, doing not all this Not a lot of punchlines. Yeah, not a lot of punchlines, but Justin's doing the whole performance, and mm-hmm. he's hitting punchlines, and, yeah. he's, and he's getting you into it. I mean, like, this dude's phenomenal. Yes. Sorry, sorry, we're just talking about you, Justin. But you he's dude, great. No, yeah, he's, he's one great. of the people, like, because he comes to the mic that I host at Flashback. Yes. And he's when he's in that audience, and I'm oh, doing the my trap bit, mic. Oh yeah. Oh, what's up? Trap I host mic? that trap mic. <laughs> um, but he's one of the people in the audience that I will look to to see if they're laughing, 
I'm like, yeah. oh, are you laughing at my joke? Okay, I have something good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah I was about to say uh, that, like, I literally do not know how this dude is not better. Like, he's he's got 100K subscribe like, followers yeah. and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. but he's so talented, you know, like, so talented. He's, he's the one person where it's like, I'm, I, you, you want to be like, Oh, did we go out? I think so. Oh, oh no, but we're, it's back. It's we're back. We're there. We're back. We're here. But he's the one guy I'm like, please just, like, how is this not known? Like, right? know this guy. He's so good. And I'm pretty just, sure he's coming out with a special that he's working on right oh, now. Oh, yeah. I was, well, every time, I've, I've seen him go up and perform, like, I, like, 20 minutes once and 10 minutes another time. Didn't touch either of his his jokes on, like, he had all new jokes this time, all new mm-hmm. jokes the next time. I'm like, this dude, he must have hours of material just to. in the bag. Like, mm-hmm. this dude's just in the bag, and he's polished, too. He's yes. so polished. And it's like every word has, like, as a performer like Kevin Hart, but this dude goes up, and every word is supposed to be where it's supposed to be. And yep. it says he says what he's supposed to say, and it's just like, that's the type of dude, when I, when I see go up on stage... I'm just like, like, well, I'm gonna give up now. <laughs> I'm done, dude. Like, I can't compete with this guy. Right. You know, like that's that's the type of thing. But you know, that, that gives me something to shoot for. Yeah. You know, like I'll never be the performer of of mm-hmm. of him. Like, absolutely not. Not <laughs> even. You know, that's. But you that's, can try. Yeah, that's not my niche. You know. Like, yeah. And it's like that's the beautiful thing that mm-hmm. I've noticed about comedians is, it's almost like. You know, it's it's so unique because, you know, like it's it's not like going. I, I've described it before. It's like it's not like you're going to, you know, try out to play the electric guitar and you yeah. have one instrument. Mm-hmm. Everyone is their own unique and yes instrument, and it's just it just depends on how you play play it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it, it's beautiful to watch all these you know unique people and their view at comedy because it's like if you're going up on stage. <laughs> and you're pitching jokes. You believe it's funny. Yeah. You know, like you I mean, 100%. why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, but I've I've seen people, you know, do really hard pitches, and their belief is it's funny, and you're just like, <laughs> it's no. those open micers <laughs> that you see all the time, and you're like, dude, I get it. I go up and bomb. Yeah. But this is the seventh open mic you've done with the exact same material, and we've all heard it. We all did not laugh the first time. It's like take the hint. <laughs> well, let's just get get back to the lab, man. Start writing mm-hmm. it again. You know, go on a walk. Yeah. You know, like do something, man. Live your life. Yeah. Experience it. And it's like that's that's no shade at anyone because it's like my best time uh, writing is after my biggest bombs. Oh know? yeah. And um, come back strong. Yeah. Have you bombed at a show yet? I wouldn't say I've bombed entirely, yeah. but I've definitely had jokes that didn't land. And I'm like, okay, got to push through. I know these next ones will get a laugh. I bombed at uh, <laughs> I bombed at the Can't Even Comedy uh, show oh, on no. Tuesday. Oh, it was no. it was like two that's weeks an ago. easy show to bomb at, honestly. Oh, that's what everyone says, but like I put the blame 100% on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love the producers too. Which oh is, yeah, dude, Caitlin's yeah, amazing. Yeah, both of that that couple's just like they're a powerhouse couple, and they're up and coming in the comedy mm-hmm. uh, world here in LA. Very much on the coming part. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> not not as sexual, not as sexual, just like they're they're 
like higher up. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We did it. We did it. We we. Maybe we, I should have said more on the up part. Uh, <laughs> tune into your next show. My it's bad. gonna be wild. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. I mean, they're just amazing. Like every time you talk to them, they're so like, they're they're the type of producers that as a comic you want to run into. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause you you get these people that they're like. They're like, okay, how many people did you bring right now? And it's just like, this many people. And you're like, okay, that's not enough. Yeah. And I'll like, I'll I'll hold back on the names of those people. But like, I get it. You know, comedy is a mm-hmm. business, just like every other yeah. one. Yeah, gotta make like, money somehow. Yeah, and it's like, but like at the end of the day, it's. You know, they may, they build it around the comedy. Yeah. You know, and that day. I can blame it on the crowd all I want, guys. But that ship sank. And it <laughs> sank quick. I mean, like, it was it was the type of show where it's like, you look in the crowd for your laughs, and the, the laughs are further away. And they're, yeah. you know, my, my jokes can be pretty dark. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and they're, <laughs> the people that were, like, laughing, they're, like, kind of, like, looking around to like, see if it's I okay like like this is kind of messed up what he said but it's funny right and i'm just like <laughs> the craft oh. is there <laughs> yeah it's like oh man mm-hmm. oh, i'm burning burning alive yeah but um i mean it's it's such a oh yeah i told tom Seger i never bombed then it just <laughs> bombed like <laughs> less than a week later up. yeah i just well what i meant what i meant it as is like i'm so new mm-hmm. that i haven't bombed yet like that yeah. but uh, it came out like as soon as i said it and uh, like i knew it came out like a dickhead <laughs> like i've he, never bombed he's just he's like like this like, fucking guy he's sure? like he goes you will if you keep doing <laughs> yeah. it you will I promise you that i was just like i was like yeah it's a ticking time bomb man yeah. you know it's a ticking time bomb <laughs> yeah it, it literally is and it's like if you're around comedy enough you're gonna understand that like hey your your time will come mm-hmm. like I, I think someone gave me like a fake percentage before because all statistics are fake. Yes. But uh, they're like, dude, only, you know, you'll be lucky if 80% of crowds are your crowds. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of true because like you'll yeah. go up and it's like sometimes you're just up there, you're working mm-hmm. for these people. Yeah. You know, like, and sometimes you're up there and they're working for you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You're just you're like oh I'm I'm slicing and dicing mm-hmm. I'm feeling myself right now. Yeah, you know now, I was I mean? talking to my friends about this the other night that with like well-established comedians they already have a fan base that's already on their side and they yeah. don't have to work to be like do you guys like me do you guys like me are you yeah. gonna laugh at my jokes they know they're going in and being like oh these people love me they're gonna laugh. They're tailor made. Yeah. yeah. Whereas with us we don't have that like uh, promised fan base yeah. going to our shows all the time so yeah. our humor may not be the audience's humor 100 percent. like i i get always give the example of like the brendan shop like uh like it like you know people beat up on the guy and I've i heard so many things yeah <laughs> I, I honestly i i watched the special you know it got like a 1.3 out of 10 mm-hmm. rating i laughed at parts you yeah. know he was he can be legitimately funny and, but I haven't it, seen anything. <laughs> well, it's, I would I would say like if we didn't have the tool of going to open mics where people don't know us and we're up there 
working on stuff, mm-hmm. if people already thought we were drop-dead hysterical because of our mega-famous podcast yes. at every show, they're going to be laughing at garbage. <laughs> That's you know? very true. <laughs> so in his defense, it's like, if I get to choose, like, hey, Paul, do you want to go to an open mic tonight, or do you want to go to this show where people love you? Like, I'm going to take pick, the show. Yeah, I'm picking the show. <laughs> Every time. Right? <laughs> like, I'll feel so validated after. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's, uh, I, I think a lot of people, there's a lot of jealousy in, into his hate, too. You mm-hmm. know, like, and, and it just is what it is. Now, you're a 6'5 behemoth of a mom <laughs> that could just beat the crap out of every yeah. single person in the right. audience. He's <laughs> a boxer, right? Uh, he was an MMA fighter. Oh, okay. Which is like, okay. it's like, um, I'm like correlating him with Malik B because I know he boxes, yeah. and I think they were on the podcast boom, together. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like it's um, it's it's incredible to see that guy walk through a lot of stuff that like people just go and bash him, and he just keeps coming, and he just he d- he's like whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know how he walked away from his MM- MMA career, which was a successful one at that. Mm-hmm. Um, when Joe Rogan gave him advice to walk away and, you know, he built this other career and he keeps walking through like this whole Kalila stuff and all this other, <laughs> uh, other garbage that like, like I, I swear my YouTube feed is like, yeah. it's crazy. Like I don't even search for like, like I, I don't even <laughs> think I like search for like tiger belly and it's just filled with like, they just know you're a white man. They're like, I yeah. like this. They're like, Kalila <laughs> is a lying gold digger. I'm like, I like, I don't even like, like view this stuff. Like what is going on? Do you get Andrew Tate in your, in your, I, I'm fed Andrew Tate with them like just a, <laughs> they throw the Andrew Tate feed bag on me oh, and they're no. like feed white boy <laughs> feed no starve starve yeah. yourself trust me <laughs> yeah. oh man that's that's a uh, I, I went down that uh, I went I actually I, I didn't know like I I thought like there's something wrong with what I was clicking when I just mm-hmm. continued to see this guy's stuff and then I realized, like, everyone's like, oh, no, everyone sees this stuff. It's mm-hmm. not just you. I was like, oh, I feel good about myself. <laughs> but when I had Sam on, Sam actually knew, like, a lot of the information. Because I was like, how does he just keep popping up? And I, I guess, like, he explained to me how, like, that, that Hustlers University or whatever thing that he sells. Oh, like, <laughs> how to be a, a bad boy and get rich or, like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> what he does is... Like, he doesn't even have, like, a social media account. Oh, no, he got banned. Well, (laughs) here's how how his his whole spiel worked. What he did was, like, you have to pay $50 to sign up for Hustlers University, right? But he has affiliate links. So, like, if if you sign up, what you can do is you can make all these, like, fake TikTok, fake YouTubes, fake, like, Instagrams that you can go and post his stuff. And if they click your affiliate link and they sign up for the 50 bucks, you get money from that. So, like, that's how all of his stuff was pushed so heavily out there. So he's a scammer. Pretty much, 100%. <laughs> like, scammers University. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he got rich from, um, like, cam girls. Like, God. Yeah, like, that's that's what they were telling me. It's like, like I guess, like, uh, like, 
he would go to these foreign countries, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. he does. And what he would do is he would, like, when cam girls would, like, go up and act like they're typing to the person or mm-hmm. whatever, it would be him and his brother Ew. typing. Because he's like, it's like, I know how what these guys want to hear back. He's like, he's like, you just look like you're typing. I'm going to do the typing. And, like, he would pay them, like, 25% of, like, the money they earned because he would manage them and take a 75% commission. Jesus. And he's like, and he, he pretty much would say, like, that's being charitable. Like, he should take more. And it's just so crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's like, uh, but, hey, cam girls, make your money. Hey, hey shout out to Tom Segura. He... He found Andrew Tate a year ago before he even oh, blew no. up. Yeah, he found this guy and brought him on your mama's house. Oh, yeah, that's how he like. That's that's why like it's like so weird that Tom found this dude. But you, have you watched that? You haven't watched that podcast then? No, God. It's no. just like Andrew Tate saying the most bold things about like women and stuff, pissing um. off Tom's wife, and Tom just being like. I totally agree. <laughs> uh, I went when Andrew Tate was on Instagram. I was like looking through uh, who I had mutual follow followers with. I'm like, yeah. why do I know people that follow him? Why are you guys following him? I don't know. Stop I, it. I thought he didn't have a. I'm so, I'm I'm literally so uninformed. <laughs> like. Maybe I'm just self-obsessed, and I just maybe. don't have time for Andrew Tate rubbed a bald bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe his um, maybe his spiel works so well. <laughs> like no, uh, this is just in my brain already. Yeah, it's already there. I'm I'm a narcissist. <laughs> that uh, my future business is managing cam girls, mm-hmm. which is like, and does, it's a charity. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's lucrative. That dude has so many yeah. supercars. And that's, that's the weird thing. Cause like I feel like that's s- an overcompensation for something. Maybe it is. <laughs> and, like, honestly. Maybe he just really enjoyed talking to men in a like, way that he wouldn't feel comfortable doing in real life. He's like, I'm going to live out my gay experience by pretending to be a cam girl. That would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. That that would be a hell of a chess play by you, Mr. Tate. Yes. Yeah, but, uh, Teach a course on that. <laughs> All right, guys. So we got to break to commercial again. We'll be right back. Bye. All right, guys. Welcome to Paul Jacoby Podcast Merch Store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie with a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that. We got coffee mugs. We got T-shirts. We got tanks. We got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys, and we're back. Uh, thanks. About to say, I'm, I'm dying over that merch. <laughs> I'm just going to be real with you guys. I might I might sell it out myself. Yeah, I mean, why not? Clothes. Wear it every day, one you know, for every day of the week. That tank top's looking pretty good right now with how hot L.A.'s been. I'm <sighs> smoking. This damn heat wave. But, uh... <laughs> Just to wrap us out of this episode, so what we typically do here is, you know, we try to find that person in the audience and say, like, hey, um, you know, we were there just not too long ago where we were sitting around, we're like, man, I'm dying to get on that stage. Mm -hmm. What do I need to do to get up there? And, you know, it's kind of like for that person reaching their hand out for, like, 
you know, the the safety raft and it's like, come pull me up, like let me yeah. let me breathe in this comedic mm-hmm. comedic air. But like if you had any advice for, you know, the the little little DiBiase out there in the crowd, uh, <laughs> what would you say if if you could start it all over again, what would you do? You just gotta die like don't be afraid to dive in like jump in the deep end like you there wear your floaties you'll be okay (laughs) go to an open mic (laughs) we're the floaties guys yeah and it's like you don't take it personally if people don't laugh like you're just starting out it's fine it's fine to you it gives you so much room to grow when you start when you start yeah and it's like I'm like, how do I want to verbalize? Because I'm very much of a feeler. Yeah. Talking is weird for me, which is why I'm a stand-up. <laughs> um, yeah. But I would say, you know, just try it. There's no harm in trying. Like, yeah. it, maybe you'll lose five bucks if you don't like it. Yeah, hey, come come to a, a trap mic. Yeah, I'm know, a great that, host. I yeah. make people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I riff off of your joke whether i like it or not hey i'm just in all honesty as a you know a male speaking upon women comics i'm a huge fan of women comics because some people come up like those wannabe alpha dudes and they'll just be like women aren't funny i'm like that's terror that's not true that girl got 20 more times the laughs that you did exactly you're just upset about it yeah but um the thing i also love about women it's like even if like there's a bunch of unfunny people, it doesn't matter, men or women, but no matter what, usually women show up and they're they're smiley. Yeah. They're friendly. You know, and we they, come with good energy. Yeah. We're not on stage hating our lives. Yeah, it's not some <laughs> guy that didn't make his dreams come true that wants to come be funny now. It's and so just, bitter. Yeah, that's looking at his phone, but when he gets on stage and he won't get any laughs and he's just like, why aren't people laughing at me? It's like, because you're it's not like, funny. You're bro. not an active <laughs> participant either, okay? Yeah. You're just not being nice. Right? You're not being friendly. and um, Come right or don't come at all. Yeah. Come right up the middle, bud. Yeah. But, that's the thing. It's like I, I love that about women in the comedy scene. It's like so supportive. Mm-hmm. I remember right when I was new, um, yeah, I, I still go to the Badger and Jam a lot, but I remember. I love Badger and Jam. Do you know Violet? No. So Violet Jones is like the one that runs the Badger oh, and Jam. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and uh, I like one of my first times doing an open mic, she was, uh, she was there. And it's like she did like a great like – she showed really how it's done like mm-hmm. as a uh, someone like hosting an open mic yeah. you know like i'm gonna be friendly i'm gonna be supportive yeah and even it sets if, the room right yeah and it's like and you start you're as the host you always start off these open mics mm-hmm. so if the host is right and they're a friendly presence and it's like it everyone feel comfortable yeah and everyone it's like you might not laugh, but clap when you're supposed to. Yeah. If they have a crowd shout out, mm-hmm. you know, like if someone's like, oh, I recently got married. And it's like, then it's, it's just. Like, oh, congratulations. Yeah, clap like, for is that. there a wire that I'm about to hit? Like, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just little things like that. Or like, yeah. oh, I just graduated college. It's, it's like, like, oh, good job. <laughs> be an active participant. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's, a, there's enough, uh, you know, poison, you know, in the water. Yeah. It's like. Just, just be, be one of the good guys clearing it up. Yeah, like know. 
I, I love hosting. Like I yeah. host open mics, I, hope sho- I host shows, and mm-hmm. I actually had another female friend reach out to me because she's hosting a show tonight in Santa Monica. Ooh. And she was asking me for advice. Samo, what's up? It's the, the Crow comedy show, I believe. Oh, I've heard about the Crow. Yeah. I've heard it recently. So yeah. she's hosting that tonight, so she's excited. She's a big supporter of women comedy too, right? Uh, I think it's like a queer show tonight. So shot, LGBT. Shot we, we are the Spectrum Lace uh, comedy <laughs> podcast here. We're big supporters of the LGBTQ yes. plus community. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the crew for their participation <laughs> and support. Yeah. Yeah. But I was telling her, like, I look at hosting as being a cheerleader for comedians. Oh, yeah, that's actually yeah. that's a that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, because like you want to keep the energy fun. Yeah, you don't want to be like, okay, this room is dead. Can we just get this over with? Because like no yeah. one wants to be in a room like that. Yeah, you want to make it a good time. Yeah, and hey, you're gonna run into that vibe anyway. You put it like I always. One thing that we always say is like, pretty much all open mics they suck. But some are better than the others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like find find a good host, find mm-hmm. someone you vibe with. And I'm just gonna be real honest. Um, you gotta earn the respect of a lot of comedians mm-hmm. that when you come to open mics and they're not gonna laugh at you until they see you a couple times because mm-hmm. they're just gonna be like, Oh, this is a dude that's this is his like they don't know you. Yeah. You know, it's it's your first open mic and I, I Honestly, I don't appreciate the vibe that happens sometimes, mm-hmm. but I get it. I understand yeah. it because it's like I see a lot of comedians for the first time, but I a lot of times I don't see them for the second time. Yes, you know, <laughs> it's like, very true. They burn. It's a it's a uh, it's a large turnaround rate in this yes. comedy world. <laughs> Yeah. Fortunately for us. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, before we close it out, is there any other tips or advice you'd give to uh, the little DBSs out there? In the have As long as you're having fun, the audience is going to have fun. Yeah, have fun. Be a positive spirit, guys. Yeah, riff on yourself. I love riffing on myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, I stumble over my words all the time. I'm like, guys, I have verbal dyslexia. Just, like, forgive me. And then they, <laughs> they laugh, but I move on. And it's like nothing happens. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. Thank you so much, Christina, for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. You have a good one. Peace. Bye.